guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world and sometimes I do it with a little help from my friends. And today I'm very excited because I have my friend Sammy here. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Yay. Uh, Sammy, I think you've been doing conventions almost as long as I have, if not like around that time. Yeah, like what? When did you start? 2005. So like the year after me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, almost the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah, Sammy's been to a bunch of conventions. I've been to a bunch of conventions and we've we've met in the middle all over the place. Uh, most recently at Anime Boston this past year. Yep. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't go to that one, but yeah, you decided know. on a whim. <laughs> Screw it. Let's put costumes on and go. <laughs> <laughs> like last minute too, because we were like dealer's room last day of the convention that yeah i was looking for you the whole time and then you just saw me on the escalator and it was just like you ascended to me <laughs> i appeared <laughs> <laughs> to be fair most of the time um at the convention i am locked away somewhere unless i get like a few hours to wander at, like the end of a night so i mean it's very hard for anybody to come and find me sometimes i figured since you were like hosting everything <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, I'm only hosting the masquerade, but Fridays, um, everybody's all hands on deck to, like, check people in for masquerade and judging and, you know, all that jazz. And then Saturday, quite literally from 9 o'clock in the morning until, like, 1 in the afternoon, I am at main events doing practice. And then I have that rare few hours in between to get food. Um, and then this year, it was Anime Unscripted right into masquerade. So from, like, 4 o'clock until 11 o'clock i was in a room so just just go 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 i go to do it all the time it's like what there's a convention going on and locked in a room yeah right the sunday i'm just like oh there is a convention hey <laughs> but i love it and it's something to do so i can't complain because otherwise i would just be going crazy at a convention doing laps yeah i always thought it when i was doing masquerades I always felt like Saturdays, you just gave up your entire Saturdays for masquerades, but it just must be 10 times worse to actually be the MC for a masquerade. It's not though. Like that's the thing. It's like, unlike the, the end of it where I'm like, you know, practicing what words are because I, <laughs> I, I read for a living, but sometimes my brain moves faster than my mouth does. I so, guess like, yeah, so I need the practice because it's just like blurk, 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 otherwise. Well, uh, my, my brain thinks of really smart things to say, and then it has to outsource that information to my mouth. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always, mm -hmm. it doesn't always work out. Right. And it's funny because it only, it only happens to me when I'm reading. If I have to like talk to a person, no problem. Like it just comes out. Like my sarcasm just flows so freely. But when it comes to reading words on pages, it's like, nah, <laughs> nah I don't want to do <laughs> any of it. <laughs> um but no because it's like it's just like a whole different experience at practice to like the actual event it's really it's fun because like you know people at practice they're just practicing and then all of a sudden they actually put themselves into it so a lot of the dialogue that happens when i'm emceeing doesn't come until i actually see like an all effort performance because that's where i get all my little clips and everything from because at practice i'm just like this is what your paper might say and i'm uh i'm gonna go over here <laughs> <laughs> and then they actually do like their routine and I'm like oh cool that's this and this and this like I think I mentioned it like last week's episode there was one that was uh 
a girl that was like a zombie singer. A zombie singer? Mm-hmm. Yep, it was an anime and she was like a zombie girl. Oh, the zombie idol? Girls? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I blatantly pointed out to the audience that he was a necromancer. I mean, like on the second, you're on the right. second I'm right. <laughs> on the second go watching it, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> I watched one episode of that show and it's, it's like she get isekai'd, but not really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of it because all of a sudden I got sucked into Spy Family as soon as I got home. Oh yeah, I've I watched a little bit of that. I started Buddy Daddies, which is like the same thing but with two dudes. Cool, cool. Um, I've just gotten back into an anime kick because for so long I just like didn't watch any anime, mm-hmm. and that's what happens when you go to conventions. I swear to God. It's like, you know, I, I love animes that are like the old animes that I watch. And then all of a sudden, one new one will come out and it will catch my attention at an anime convention. And then it becomes my existence for like four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and now I'm like the old person at a convention now where I'm walking around. I'm like, is that a Genshin Impact? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to that. I'm like, I well, think usually I'm-, I'm right. If it's an Genshin Impact character. Mm-hmm. Although I, I do enjoy, and I've mentioned this before, I do enjoy that it seems like the last couple of years since we came out of quarantine, all of a sudden people recognized that there were animes before like My Hero Academia and like Demon Slayer. And like you actually see like the old school stuff a little bit more prominently now. And I, I appreciate that. There's a lot of old like good classic stuff on Crunchyroll and um, High Dive. Mm-hmm. I just got High Dive. Just oh, because nice. I have money to waste. Yay! <laughs> I saw, like, there's Record of Lotus War on there. I was like, I forgot that existed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Talk about it. Ooh. I know. I don't think I've watched that in, like, a good decade. But, yeah, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. So, Sammy, we know why we're here. <laughs> we, know, yeah. we know what this is. I know you have convention stories throughout the years because, hi, you've been doing this Almost, if not as long as I have been doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's it going to be? Good, bad, or ugly? Um, I've got an ugly one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's my first anime Boston story. Woo-hoo! And just one of several instances that happened where if my mom knew that her 16-year-old daughter was by herself at a convention and all this shit happened, mm-hmm. I would have never been able to go to an anime convention mm-hmm. ever again. Right. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So let me take you back to 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being chaperoned, like I'm quotations chaperoned by my older brother. Sure. And he took the whole group of us, um, Jackie and her twin sister Eileen, who who you know, mm-hmm. um, we got a hotel room, but our hotel room was in one tower at the Sheridan, mm-hmm. and my brother's hotel room was in the other tower at the Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of sixteen years, sixteen, seventeen year olds in one room across, and then my twenty something year old brother over in the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great chaperoning. Seems like he planned that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, so we had this girl with us who was, a, I think, a friend of Jackie's. I don't remember her name. Hmm. And she's, um, how do I say this in the nicest way possible? You don't have to. You don't even remember her name. She was a freak. Mm-hmm. A weirdo. <laughs> That's saying something, kids. <laughs> you to weird out a cosplayer. This is, this is why you don't room with randos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those PSA moments. Yeah. So I head back up to the hotel room because we're about to go out to eat and I don't want to be in a costume. Mm-hmm. And this girl is taking a shower. Okay. So I'm sitting in the room and I'm waiting for her to get out mm-hmm. so that I can take a shower and we can go. Yep. She gets out, doesn't say anything to me. Okay. And leaves the room. Naked? And she's just okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> I would have mentioned if she left nude. That would have been weird. Yeah, like well, I mean, like the story is getting weird. So <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna get weirder. I'm, I'm I can't wait. <laughs> I I take my shower. Sure. And I reach for a towel. Mm-hmm. And I I I'm about to put the you know to dry my hair off with this towel, and I look down, and I see that there's like a stain on it. Ew. And uh, so I, like, toss it to the floor, and I pick up the other one. Now, let me just, like, say that these were perfectly folded. hmm So I thought that nobody had used them. Sure, sure. But I pull off the other one, and I look. There's another stain. Ew. And I throw that on the floor. And I look. I just so happened to look down, because in this hotel room, uh, the bathroom, you know, the toilet's very close to the shower. It is. So I look down and the trash can is right between the shower and the toilet. And there's a used, used feminine product. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, oh my God, tell me she didn't poop in the trash can. Okay, <laughs> yep, used feminine product. That's not great, but it's not. On the floor. Okay. Oh, no. No. Unwrapped. <laughs> and then I realized I was just looking at blood stains on these towels. Oh no, she had like an explosion. And then threw it on the floor. Okay, but the trash is right there. I know. Maybe she has missed. Maybe she has missed. Maybe. So I had to like dab myself off with hand towels. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And that was a miserable experience, which is why I now bring my own towels Mm -hmm. to convention rooms. Mm -hmm. Because I don't trust anybody now. Okay, was she like confronted about like ew? No, I I didn't say anything. I I told Jackie and Eileen about this years later, <sighs> when nobody we we don't even know where that girl is anymore. What she came back to the room, right? She did, and it was awkward and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't want to shower after her. Hey, but you know, you know, she did come out of the bathroom with a guy. No. (laughs) You're right. It could have been worse. She didn't have sex all over that bathroom like someone that I roomed with, so. I have also roomed with somebody who brought a dude back. No. And and they they fucked in the bed that her and I were supposed to share. No! (laughs) Were you not there? Tell me you weren't there. No, I 
wasn't there. And see, that's why they fucked in that bed. Because <laughs> you were there. Well, yeah, she told me about it. So I was like, I'm oh. sleeping on the floor. <laughs> oh. You have the bed all to yourself. I'll sleep on the floor. It's like, why would she tell you about it? I mean, like, maybe it's good that she told you about it because then it would just be weird later on if you found out that happened. But some things are just better left, like, not talked about. I, I'd actually rather that she told me so that I didn't sleep in funk. no i see i i yeah no my story is from a million years ago but like the long story short is they came back they went into the bathroom probably assuming we would leave and i refused to leave because i was scared of such a thing happening um three and a half hours three and a half hours they were in the bathroom no yeah oh yeah (laughs) Like, we watched Toonami come back on again. Like, that's how long they were in there. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about an old school reference of things for, like, people to understand. Yeah. It's like Toonami repeated itself. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I feel for you. Yeah. Um, you know, a general PSA to the general public. If you're sharing um, a hotel room with people, um, the only sacred place in that whole room should be the bathroom. Like... Because y'all have to use it. Just remember that. Yeah, it it's clean. it's room sharing courtesy. Mm-hmm. Just don't mess up the bathroom. Correct, correct. Um, and if you do, clean it. You clean please, that. yeah, and throw your tampons in the the trash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe even uh, use that convenient toilet paper located nearby. <laughs> Wrap it up. Don't get it all over the towels. And she left in such a hurry that I'm like, was she waiting for me to find it like this? But, but also, like, it, ew. <laughs> it's yours. Take care of it. It's not like it was there when you guys checked in and all of a sudden here it is, you know? It's like, oh. Yuck. Yeah. No question. Um, Your brother was chaperoning. How do you think he would have handled that situation? And, you know, just curious. How he would have handled it? Yeah, he had come back to that instead, like, as the chaperone. Oh, he wouldn't have. He would have, like, I'm now getting my own hotel room. <laughs> On the other side of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That had to have been planned. I mean, it was. You know it was. Yeah. Oh, no, we can't get connecting rooms. What, I gotta be the whole hotel length away from you? Okay. He didn't even stay for, like, he bought a badge for Anime Boston, but he did not go. He took my younger brother to a car show oh okay <laughs> so he wasn't like a chaperone it was just kind of like a just, a, just uh, the name I'll, only i'll go with them and then dish you there yeah and and told me don't tell mom <laughs> here we are <laughs> <laughs> well she knows now but yeah obviously like yeah same i tell my mom i'm like, 34 she knows now yeah <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. No, my mom, like, I mean, I started going to conventions staying over when I was 19 um, because I didn't start. I went to conventions starting when I was 18. And then when I was 19, I stayed over, like, without a parent for the first time. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine if I told her some of the things that had happened when I was younger. Yeah, you wait until you're an adult and then then you tell them. 20 years ago. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny too now because I mean 
you know, you get nowadays it's like we room with people that we have known for a hundred years, so we know that we've room with them before. Like we don't do the no. oh rando citizen come stay in our room like we don't pull that shit anymore it has to you have to have trust in the people you're staying with yeah like that never works by the way folks not once has that ever worked oh i need to fill my room let's go on reddit no (laughs) i use like when forums were a thing Mm -hmm. i don't even know if they are anymore on anime boston's website they are they are Mm -hmm. do people use them they do wow i know crazy but there's always like the the looking for roommates threads yeah no i'm always like wow you were taking such a chance i know putting it in god's hands mm-hmm. that is it that is the lord's work <laughs> and he is a spiteful <laughs> god that is gonna be a roommate roommate horror story on cgl later on yep <laughs> oh, <laughs> so bad like i mean okay i'm trying to think of like other examples because i mean I've stayed with people that I went to high school slash college with. Sometimes that worked out. Sometimes it did not work out. Hello, having sex in the bathroom obviously didn't work out. Um, <laughs> did, did it worked not out work. for somebody. Mm-hmm. It uh, worked. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it worked for them. But again, like that was a situation where they disappeared after and then we didn't see them till like before we had to leave for the convention. So we just assumed that they had been dragged off and they were gone forever. <laughs> Bye. What was it? 2000. Oh, God, was that 2008? Yeah, that was 2008. The so. Wild West of yeah. Yeah. conventions. Uh-huh. Facts. And I'm just trying to think. It's like the other roommate um, horror stories. I mean, people that we thought we were friends with, and then they bring drunk girls back to the hotel room that were far younger than they were. Legal, but far younger than they were. Um, and got them wasted. And we had to, me and my friend had to play, like, parent for the night. It was awful. Um, oh, that's so fun. Ugh. like i just i've been through it regularly and now it's like okay so i room with the people at boston when we staff because we get staff hotel rooms you know yeah and all those people i work with in the same department so it's just like oh thank, praise jeebus <laughs> thank you god it's like i trust Your adults finally my god it's happening <laughs> um oh and then you know like the situations at other conventions that i've worked at where it's like the whole situation isn't digressed and then there's like 17 people in a room and then someone's mad because i brought somebody and they said it was okay um and then try to complain to the head of the convention about me as i'm standing right there um (laughs) and they're just like but don't you know who katie is and she's just like no i was like um the mc for the masquerade and they're like oh what i'm like yeah like i'm not just some like security person i actually have a I actually have a purpose here and I'm gonna go find another room so uh thanks but no thanks <laughs> I feel like it's a rite of passage to be in a room with like over 10 people at an anime convention mm-hmm. like yeah. if you haven't done that you're not you haven't really experienced nope an anime con if you haven't slept on a floor under a desk or in a bathtub you've done it wrong or in a closet or in a closet yep because the closets are much spacious now they have much they more really room. are mm-hmm um, like body size now. <laughs> I have floored and bathtubbed it a couple of times. I've mm-hmm. underdesked mm-hmm. uh bathtub. Mm-hmm. I like to call that the convention canopy. That's right. Under under the desk. My little cat bed in the mm-hmm. bathtub. <laughs> Which always sucks because it's like you had to wait because people would always take showers at night and you had to like wait for the bathtub to completely dry up before you could go to bed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, damn it 
I had to take a 2 a.m. shower, didn't you? Thanks. I saw somebody once uh, got like a pool floaty mm-hmm. and put it in the bathtub so that they can sleep on it. That's a good idea. It is a really good idea. I mean, God, I couldn't think about doing that now, though. No, I like four to maybe five people is my max now. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm old and I'm cranky and I go to bed at like 930. I can't handle more than five um, conventions that I don't work at um, any like, you know, if I don't work a convention, uh, I go for suites. So if you go to like a Hotel Hilton or something like that or a Hotel Suites, I want that kitchen, man. I want that pull out. Oh, like residence in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, getting that kitchen is a is a game changer at conventions. I've only had that experience once. And I want it back. Yeah, right? Game changer. It's worth the extra couple bucks, I swear. Like, you get the full fridge, so you can bring all the snacks and all the drinks with you, and you know you're yeah. always going to go back to your hotel room and have, like, full meal. Plus, you get a microwave. Sometimes you get a stove. Yeah, it's, a, it's an entire kitchen. Mm-hmm. You don't have to waste $35 on just okay food. Right. Exactly. You can pack like, oh, I've I've marinated this chicken so that we can cook. We're going to eat like adults tonight. Yeah, right. And not like campground raccoons. Exactly. Mm, ramen out of the coffee maker. <laughs> I've never done that. It's so good. I hate that it's good. Uh, maybe I will try it. That's good. But like the thing is, is you got to like... I mean, it all depends on the coffee maker, because if you have the one that has, like, the... Because now a lot of them come with the K-cup, so it's harder. But if you end up getting That's one with, like... I have. <laughs> I only have the Keurig. <laughs> I know. If you have, like, the teapot ones, because some places still do, like, the full teapot, it's, like, my suggestion... Here we go. This is um Convention Cuisine 101, by the way. Um, <laughs> is you take the noodles, and you break them up, and you put the water in the pot, and you let them sit for a minute because you want them to soften a little bit because the water's only going to get so hot. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. And then you see that water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you take that water and you put a little paper filter in and you pour the water back in um, to like where the water goes. So you don't lose any noodles in where the water goes. And then you like boil the water um, and then you let them sit in the pot for like an extra minute after the water's done and they come out perfect. And then you pour those into a little bowl or receptacle with your um, powder packet and ramen. Mm-hmm. Genius. I know. We got to okay. have like a, a weeaboo cookbook come out. <laughs> That's my next book, Sandy. Good. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to be your co-author for it. <laughs> you write the foreword. Just like. <laughs> How to make food in hotel room. A lot of them involve an iron. Code red and a scoop of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put you to sleep. Have you ever done the heat up your pizza again with the iron? What? Oh, yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I've lived it, Sammy. <laughs> you bring tinfoil with you. Because, I mean, how much is tinfoil to pack? Not anything, right? Especially with all the other crap you pack for a convention. And then you take the tinfoil around the cold pizza. And then you um, you put, like, a paper plate under it, obviously, in case it leaks a little bit. And then you put the iron on it for the tinfoil for, like, a couple of minutes. Just, like, you know, like, moving it around, obviously, so you don't burn anything. And when you take it out, your pizza's all warm. I mean, all of this makes sense, but I would have never have thought of that. Listen, that three and a half hours waiting for that person to get out of the bathroom? <laughs> a lot happened. Oh, a lot so happened. I could have done that instead of wait three hours for a Cheesecake Factory reservation. Yeah. Yeah. 
Although I love it. When it's a Prudential, it's gone downhill. Uh, yeah, you know, like the food court left, so now it's it is what it is. Now it's Italy or whatever that place is. Although I discovered a lot of new food places um, in Boston because one of my episodes, um, a couple episodes back, we talked about food places to eat in Boston. I discovered two new ones: um, a pizza place in Cambridge that delivers until four a.m. Nice. Mm-hmm. And a dumpling place that delivers until 2 a.m. For all your your drunk late at night convention needs. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, the masquerade ended and everything's closed. <laughs> or you just got back from King's and now we're really hungry. Exactly. Because <laughs> nothing to eat at King's. No, there isn't. <laughs> there's not. No, there's plenty of booze, though. And bowling. It, yeah, there's plenty of booze. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, we saw that Friday night. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a drink until Sunday night. Like after it was all said and done, I couldn't imagine. Like I can't. I used to drink at conventions, you know, during the weekend because you're like, hey, I'm young and I want to drink. And now it's like, my God, if I drank right now, I would be so sick because I think I've eaten a granola bar, <laughs> one singular granola bar. Yeah, I, I have such a terrible. Like I have really low tolerance for alcohol Mm -hmm. and i know with the amount i don't eat at conventions really until we have like sit down meals at night like i'd be dead right right yeah no ah those young kids that walk around with their with their little sippy cups you know what's going on not stupid (laughs) not stupid i know what's going on i know what's in that yeti tumbler right don't you play with me i know what you got (laughs) oh god and how many times I've been offered, like, booze during a convention, too, and I'm just like, absolutely, how? I'm like, it is literally 11 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, when oh. Anime Boston still had the rave, you know how many times as, like, a 17, 18-year-old I was offered booze and other uh, substances? Oh, yeah. There was a convention that I worked in Massachusetts called um, New England Fan Experience. And I was asked, and the thing was, the Sunny Strait was going to be there, and Sunny Strait plays Maze Hughes. And I was dressed as Maze Hughes for that because we had like a, we had an Ed, Scar, like we had a whole bunch of characters dressed up to run this panel, right? And yeah, I remember you as Daddy Hughes. <laughs> He's coming back someday, just, you know, <laughs> like I can't let it go. It's too much fun. Um, but, anyways, yeah, Daddy Hughes, please. Oh my God. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my God, I was not a daddy. Stop it. <laughs> Listen, listen, you know, there's some that I remember for. I'm glad that's one of them. However, <laughs> um, so anyways, like we're at this um, panel and I get there and there's red solo cups on the table. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like this whole convention at this point had been such like a nightmare shit show. I wasn't surprised that like they had run out of like glass cups. Because, you know, you go into some panel rooms at like bigger conventions and they're like, ooh, here's your water pitcher and your glasses, you know? Yeah, like the really fancy ones. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, fine, whatever. Um, and then there was like Mountain Dew on the table, a bunch of sodas, and then there was like, th- and there was like four bottles of liquor sitting on the table. Oh. And this wasn't. This was like a last day, so it was a Sunday. It might have been like a three or four in the afternoon panel. Like this was not a late night panel. And I also was like thinking to myself, do, do they let people bring booze to panels this late at night? Because at that point in my life, I wasn't a big panels person. I did events and stuff, but I never did like panels, you know? Yeah. 
what is going on? And everybody just started pouring drinks. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. And I had a solo cup. at an anime convention. Right. I had a solo cup that I had just put Diet Coke into. Like, I didn't put any booze in mine. Everybody else got, like, trashy pants during this panel. I felt bad because I was sitting next to Sunny Straight and I was not drunk. Which was funny because a few years later, he and I had this whole conversation because I needed to, like, like justify myself in front of him because I got another chance justify to Justify that you're not getting drunk? Right. Oh, no, because, like, everybody, because it was such a nightmare, Sammy. Like, people got so drunk that there, it wasn't even a panel anymore, you know? So we had, like, pretty much wasted his time. Like, he came into this being like, oh, let's talk about FMA. And it turned into, like, a shit show. But people just oh, being- pull that girl's hair back. She's vomiting, kind of. Right, panel. exactly. Or, like, oh, let's take all of, like, these random pairing video, like, you know, pictures of people. And I'm literally sitting next to this voice actor drinking my Diet Coke. I'm like, he probably thinks that I'm drunk, too. Because now I'm not even saying anything because I'm just so embarrassed to be a part of it, you know? And um, years later, uh, met up with him because he was at um, the New Hampshire convention. And uh, we were talking over um, Boston Cream Pie. I was like, you remember... New England fan experience. He's like, oh yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, oh okay. So, <laughs> like, I'm I don't know myself. <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself in front of you. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you recognize that I was the Hughes from that panel or not. And he's like, oh yeah, no, we sat next to each other. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, sure did, yep, mm-hmm. I was like, um, I just would like to let you know that I was only drinking Diet Coke and that um, the reason I wasn't talking was because I was horrified about you being dragged into all of that. And he was just like, oh honey, no, like I never. He's like, I didn't think anything ill of you. I'm like, oh my God. It's oh. <laughs> like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, I really was scared. I was really terrified that he was going to be like, oh, you? I'll be like, no. It was really I, four o'clock in, an a- in the afternoon and people were just getting fucking wasted. Wasted. Just wasted. <laughs> it was so bad. And then they were like, and that was part of like, the thing is, I stopped being Hughes for a while because there was this random few fma cosplayers that were all underage and were very inappropriate at the time <laughs> oh that's yeah that's weird yeah and i was just like no nah, we're not doing this it's like i'm not a big like if i'm going out with a person and we dress up from an anime that's a couple that's different but i am not a big fan service person if i don't know who the hell you are I, you know? yeah that i've never liked that random people coming up to you and being like, can you pose like this with me? Because we're like a popular ship characters yeah. together. And like, yeah. no, you. Right. So it's like the fact that they're underage, they're at this panel where everybody's wasted. They see me, but I have a cup, but that cup literally just had diet Coke in it. And then turned into like this whole forums thing back when the forums were a big deal. Um, that I was like a drunk person. And I was like, wow, don't appreciate that at all because I definitely wasn't. So thanks. Oh, so many scandals I've been involved. That's in. your fault for drinking out of the the red solo cup. No, but that's all we had. <laughs> Drink it straight from the bottle. Yeah, me with the two liter. <laughs> Everybody else is getting wasted. You'll still be the classiest person in there. Didn't tell me about it. No, Sunny Straight was the classiest person in there. Period. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> so many memories so many convention things not enough time <laughs> yeah we we met at aac that first year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah yeah that bridge that's been burned 
as I'm in the ground bridge. <sighs> but the thing is, it's like the times that were good were good, you know? Yeah. I've met so many people and yeah, like the fishbowl. Oh my God. Where it was so awkward. It was so awkward because, you know, like the main events was in there at the time and it wasn't like it was up against the wall or anything. It was just in the middle of this like huge open room. I do remember that, that just breakaway stage in the middle of this huge glass encased room. Yeah. And it's just, we'd walk behind the stage and there was still like a mile of room behind you. It's like, oh my God, they're so echoey in here. Like I can't even talk backstage because everyone's going to hear it. It was the first year. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, how the hell are we going to set that? Nobody anticipated how many people there were going to be. Like, we didn't know how to, like, you know, set it up kind of thing. Oh, say it was much better in the armory the years later because then it was like, okay, this actually feels like a staged room. This is much better. Yeah. Much better concept. There was like a backstage and it wasn't two miles long. And there was that in between hotel, that one um, that was also in Nashua. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Do you remember, weren't there, like, people jumping from the balcony in the lobby, like, onto the lobby floor? Yep. Sure were at night. Yep. I Because I, I vaguely remember that, mm-hmm. coming back from the pool, and then somebody landed five feet from me. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That hotel was set up weird, too, now that I think about it, because it was, like, a big open concept the whole way through, but there were weird stairwells on, like, the next floor you could look up into. And then we had the rooms that were downstairs, and they had, like, a quote-unquote patio area. So, like, there was this weird patio place that we had the um, Oran High School Host Club dance in. That's right. But we could get to it from the room we were using for Masquerade HQ because it had a sliding door. Yeah, that place was weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because when we, when we ended up back in Nashua again, I really thought we were in the same hotel and they had finally just redone it. But that was a much smaller hotel than what we had. And I can't remember. I think it was like the same like brand of hotel, though. It was a Radisson? Yeah, I think so. The castle one was so much cooler. I love the castle. I, I really it. do like that one, but there's no way that even AAC could fit in that place anymore. No, no, God, no. But it was such a cool setup, and it was so cool, like, like all the pictures you could get from it, like, the different places that were around it. I remember we did a Doctor Who shoot. We went up the hill behind it, where the old Radisson sign went to die. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we took pictures for Doctor Who up on that hill, and that was fun. I remember I had like a creepy basement hallway that I, I did like a Kuroshitsuji shoot down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so many good places. And the whole place was like stonework on the inside. So if you did something from anything like Record of Lotus War or something that had to do with castles, you know what I mean? Like it was really just like, you were set. Yeah. The location was back in mint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they had a lot of good-sized ballrooms, too, shockingly. Like, it didn't look like it from the outside, but then you'd walk into a room, and it was like, wow, this is a lot bigger than I expected it to be. Yeah, and they, like, were split in half with that divider a lot of the times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss that place. <laughs> I know, it's still a hotel, right? I, I'll, I'll <laughs> I don't closed. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's closed or anything. No, I just don't think it can really accommodate um, 
any convention in the area. Unless it's like just starting out. Yeah. New Hampshire needs a convention again because AAC is now in what, Chelmsford or something? There is. Yeah, New yeah. Hampshire doesn't have any anime cons anymore. Nope, sure doesn't. Nope. <laughs> nope. They all migrate away. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, is like, as far as, well, there's reasons for that, but whatever. Um, if they were to start one up again in New Hampshire, the they would have to go to the um, the snoo hockey rink to have the convention. That would be the biggest arena in the state. That one's bigger than the the Manchester one. Yep. Huh. Yeah, and the thing is too is because it's right across the street. You could totally do both. Like you rent out both buildings, and then you have stuff going on at the hotel with the Radisson um, and the fishbowl, and then you could walk across the street and do like the bigger events. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. That's how much I know about that area. <laughs> it's literally like I said, like it's literally right across the street from it because where the parking garage lets out that's right next to the fishbowl if you look it's like you walk right across the street and go to the SNHU arena it would kind of be like uh, Rhode Island Comic Con hmm? it would kind of be like Rhode Island Comic Con because they have theirs at uh, their arena right there in Providence you know, I've never been to Rhode Island Comic Con, but I've been to the place that it's in. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. God, this I've been to Rhode Island Comic Con twice in my life, and both times, uh, it was just an experience. I said, like, the better stuff came out of the second time than the first time that I went. But the first time that I went, it was basically like, okay, you're in the arena, but if you leave, you can't come back today. What? They oversold the the venue. So like the the line was like seven blocks down the road and anybody that left, that's how many people they would let back into the arena to like go. That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we went and we heard this like halfway through the day that we were there. So we literally made sure we were there like and got our money's worth and saw everything before we stepped out because then that was it. We couldn't be let back in. And then the second time that I went... Um, we got there to go get in line because we had gotten our tickets ahead of time like smart people and uh, we were two and a half blocks away from the door that sounds like when I went to PAX one time yeah I've never been back yeah it took us like an hour and a half to get into the place but that was worth it because that's when we met Mary Elizabeth and uh, from uh, everything she was uh, Julie uh Julia from uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh. And she's uh, going to be marrying Stephen Blum, which means she's marrying Spike Spiegel in her life. (laughs) (laughs) My heart. Uh, But also she did a lot of Critical Role. And at the time, um, I'm still into Critical Role, but we were doing a lot of Critical Role. And um, we went with our big Vox Machina group and met her. And, uh, whew, (laughs) life-changing. It's been great. No, I played D D and I've never seen Critical Role, but I've heard very good things. What? Did you watch Legends of Vox Machina? What? Did you watch Legends of Vox Machina? No. Hey! (laughs) Hey, this is how we end a friendship. What's happening? I'm sorry. I didn't even know what it was. (laughs) Oh my god. Do you not pay any attention to anything that I write ever? (laughs) Okay. Well, it's um sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) 
Okay, long story short, watch season one, campaign one. It, it's on podcast form, slash you can watch the YouTube lives of it. It's a couple of hours each, but they're so entertaining that it doesn't even feel like it. Um, but if you want to do the shortcut version, I would very much recommend um, watching Legends of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime? Sure is. Well. Yeah. I'll probably watch it that way. <laughs> There's two seasons so far. They're probably going to have like three or four. It's hard to say right now because they're not like skipping a lot of stuff, but they've basically diet coked it down and it's, it's good. It's fine. Like I said, like you, you get the general information without having to watch almost a hundred hours of gameplay. So that's my recommendation. So it's just a, what is it? An animated series based on their, yep. their game? Yep. And they're using like actual text and stuff from the game and all the, all of them are playing their own characters, obviously, because they're all voice actors in real life. So. Okay. And Travis Willingham's playing a huge, stupid fucking org. And I love him. Well, he's a Goliath. Excuse me. He's not an org. <laughs> but he's playing super dumb and I love Grog. The end. <laughs> that was a nice pitch. Friendship renewed. Not sponsored. <laughs> But if I would like to be sponsored, Vox Machina, please just find me. I'm here. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that sponsorship. I'll sponsor the shit out of you. for that email. Mm-hmm. I am. I am. I will. Yeah, I would whore myself for that. It's fine. <laughs> My God. Anyways, Sammy, it's been absolutely delightful talking to you. I think we had like one story from you, but then we, again, we just pitched everything else because that's what ends up happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there any other stories Trying to get that email from. <laughs> yep. Yep. Critical role. I'm here. Critical role. Yep. I'm here. Yep. Is there any other stories you would like to share before we sign out for the night? <sighs> the sigh. <laughs> There's so many, but. You know, when you ask me if, if I have any stories and I'm just like, I have so many. And then I'm like, where are they in my brain? I'm trying to like sort them out. The filing system is not great up here. Um, <laughs> uh, well, the, the back before the cosplay is, is not consent movement. Sure. Uh, but have, have you ever like been just like picked up without being asked? Um, as a, um, heavy person? No, I've never had that problem, but well, I can imagine three times. Mm-hmm. Three times. Three times. The same day or over your no, uh, different conventions. Okay, okay. Actually, no. All of them were at Oticon. Oh no. <laughs> so I have this. This I was cosplaying um, CL Phantom Hive from um, Kuroshitsuji, and mm-hmm. I was alone. And this person who was dressed as Sebastian came up to me and they had a, uh, another girl with them and they said, can I pick you up for a picture? And I, I turned to this person and I was like, huh? And then before I even know what was going on, I was scooped into the air bridal style and my shoe went flying ah. the dealer's hall. And so there's somewhere out there on like maybe a, a Flickr account. There's a picture of me with a deer in the headlights look and my shoe flying away. 
and this person just like holding me. And then they put me down and they turned around and they left. And I had to just go hobble back to get my shoe. <laughs> why people touch people? I don't know. Like for why? Like what what did we get from that? And you know what? You know, honestly. It's probably a really crappy picture too. So really, what did they get out of it? Okay, but also, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. All these people with all these pictures that they take, especially like situations like that, right? But then you'll never see that picture. No. You'll never see those pictures. Nope. Didn't get a name. Didn't get it. I got, can I pick you up for a picture? Nope. That's in his personal snake file for the rest of his life. (laughs) (laughs) I got to assume that's where those pictures go. Because you never see them on the internet. It's like, where did, like, someone took a picture and then they left it on their camera for the rest of their lives? No. Yeah, it's just on a digital camera, like, in a drawer somewhere. Right. Or on their phone, like, for the rest of their lives? No. Definitely in the spank file. Spank file? <laughs> There's spank files. There has to be. I just, I, that's what I've decided in my mind. Like that's where those like there's the pictures like my friends and I were talking about like when we did Dead Moon Circus and this guy was literally in our business taking pictures of like our boobs. It wasn't taking pictures of the group. They were going up and they were taking pictures of our boobs and our butts. And guess what those pictures are, Sammy? In a spank bang somewhere on like God damn right. God damn right they are. <laughs> well, if it's on photo bucket, it's gone. Yeah, that's true. That is that's is fair. So oh. never see the light of day. Floating around, like floating around in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> it's just in the cloud. This is before the cloud, then, wasn't it? Uh, Two thousand nine, maybe. Was the cloud a thing? I don't know. I just feel like it's always been a thing. It hasn't, though. Where did our pictures go? If not the cloud, I know, right? Then where was everything? <laughs> Either MySpace ate them. Oh, yeah, that's true. Definitely was on MySpace somewhere, but that's dead, too. Maybe I'm safe. (laughs) Maybe I'm old enough that the lewd pictures that were taken of me have actually evaporated into the abyss. Or they're just grainy and, like, nobody knows what's actually in them. Correct. It's, like, one of those weird, like, who's that Pokemon? (laughs) It's a tit, I think. (laughs) Pala Pala! God, my God, Sammy, this has been so much fun. Please come back sometime and share your stories when your computer, you know, when your brain computer recomputes itself, and you can think of. I'm other- not having to use my roommate's laptop that I still don't know how to use because it's a Surface. <laughs> it's fine. It's working right now. <laughs> it's a tablet computer. I don't know how to work this thing. Oh boy! See now you're just aging yourself. This newfangled device. This newfangled device. I don't understand. Look and see if he has a spank bank on it. I will actually. I'm gonna look. <laughs> like, well, damn. I now I have to. <laughs> well, now you're giving me the idea. I'm gonna sleep. Trust no one. <laughs> um guys thanks so much for tuning in as always i have a book for sale on amazon that could have gone worse life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer it is available now on amazon and a dollar from each sale goes to several different uh charities um including but not uh short of the trevor project uh gun control and uh several other things so please make a purchase if you haven't already it's quite the read i you know tooting my own horn here but it's pretty funny uh toot toot and uh, Sammy, thanks again for coming on the show. I appreciate it. 
Thanks for inviting me. Oh my gosh, anytime. And everybody uh, have a good night. Bye. Bye.